Welcome uh, to Groovecast, the podcast for the rhythm section, with me, Ashley Walker. And me, Charlie Smith. And uh, for today's episode, we've got a very uh, special plan. Uh, We've uh, thought it out and everything. Um, As we mentioned in the last uh, episode, and I'm sure we will have mentioned on social media leading up to this, uh, this is going to be our last episode of season ten, uh, of season one, I should say, of Groovecast season ten. Episode ten. Easy for me, to, easy for me to say. And um, so, for our last episode of the first season, we thought we'd do something special. And um, in the lead up to starting this podcast, uh, Charlie and myself uh, talked about um, ideas for episodes, and we knew eventually we would like to speak to some of our friends and heroes in the music industry and talk about the things that we usually talk about um so in planning for this final episode we knew we wanted to do something special and we thought what better way than to get one of our friends on to talk about uh, the music industry and talk about um some of their experiences as well so um uh, we thought about who we wanted to get on and when thinking about uh, a first guest for our little podcast um over here uh, we thought, who better than this person? And um, before I introduce them, I'll just talk you through a little bit of um, what they've got up to in their short time uh, in the industry. Uh, they're a two-time finalist in the Hit Like a Girl contest. Uh, they're a Neil Pert drum set scholarship winner in 2021. Um, they post regularly to YouTube and Instagram. Um, and they are, speaking of which, followed by the wonderful Ash Sone, who I know Charlie's a big fan of. Um, and I'm sure you would have heard of. Uh, she's an extremely talented drummer um, with a bright future ahead of her in the music industry, and we're we're definitely big fans of her. And it's uh, the wonderful Honor V from uh, the USA. So Honor, we're uh, delighted to be talking to you today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. This is so cool. Thank you. Um, so we're going to start off. We we're definitely going to talk about um, some of your up and coming. Uh, stuff and and the kind of things you're doing at the moment so but to start us off um, we thought we'd talk a little bit about how you got into drums and um, sort of your first musical experience so how was it uh, that you got into playing drums originally um yeah so about four and a half years ago um, I was on vacation with my siblings and it was Amazon Prime Day um, and so while we were gone my dad decided to get a super cheap pearl drum set and a cheap guitar and microphone and keyboard and then when we got home we got surprised by that and I just went to the drums and it was really fun. So was there ever any <laughs> any thought to, to learn anything else from your part or was it just you, you, you instantly kind of gravitated down towards towards the drums? Not really yeah I think it was just the drums. And were any of your other siblings interested, or are you the only one that's um, taking it up, really? Um, well, my brother did uh, take a few guitar lessons and then sing, and then piano lessons, but not really. He's not sitting <laughs> with it. You're the lone wolf in the family when it comes to music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yes, I mean, sort of getting into into drumming. Was it? Did you take lessons immediately, or did you kind of start? tapping things yourself uh, at first or how did it kind of progress to towards getting kind of that foundation of, of playing um I started like I think I started right with um, one teacher and then after a while maybe like a year or so I started with School of Rock 
Um, and so I had my teacher there. And then about over a year ago, I got a third teacher. So, yeah. Well, I, I mean, cool. it's always always good to have variety in teachers. I think that's something that, that we both agree because you can kind of pick pick and choose and get different different stuff from from each one so there's uh, nothing what nothing wrong with having uh, having many teachers i know uh, in our case we've certainly gone through uh, our fair share over the years yeah i was uh, just talking to a fellow bass player the other day um he was talking their te- bass teacher and um they were saying that some of their students who have got a lot of potential um get lessons in school over here in england um and they don't like to get lessons outside of school because they think one lesson a week's half an hour lesson a week's enough. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I said, um, when when I went to uh, started secondary school over here in England, I was getting my private lessons. And then um, I kind of thought that was enough outside of school. And my dad said, no, get lessons at school. And um, so when I'd go to my lessons at school, they'd just ask me what I'd done in my lessons um, with my other teacher. And when I'd tell them, they said, well, do you want to do more sort of proper stuff or do you just want to have a bit of a jam? And I'd always just say, just have a bit of a jam. <laughs> so yeah. uh, it's always good to have two different uh, perspectives on it, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, I mean, kind of from getting in with the teachers and, and getting it going, sort of, I know that kind of led you into sort of build up, build up to your, your first kind of gig. So when tell us about that. When was your, your first live performance experience? Um, well, I think after a year of playing, I just, I started doing this thing called Rock You with Pix Brothers, which is where my first teacher uh, works at, and, um, it was basically every season you just play a few songs, I think I was on like two songs or something, or three maybe, and it, I, you, there's just one day of, um, playing so that was probably my first thing and then um about one and a half years ago I started with my band um Acacia and we gig pretty we probably gig maybe a few times a month that's cool um feel feel free to plug your band if you've got an Instagram account or any (laughs) anything that uh, any of the listeners can follow do let us know Yeah, yeah, we're pretty shameless in that regard. <laughs> um, so something you've alluded to already uh, in this episode is the the rock school thing that you've uh, we know you, you've told us a little bit about. But uh, I think it'd be interesting for our listeners to sort of know how you got into the rock school thing and, and what type of um, stuff you do with rock school. Oh, yeah. So um, I've heard I've heard a lot about uh, school of rock from. I'm not sure. I've just like heard it, um, but yeah, it's a really good program for kids and adults to play with people uh, their own age and their own level, and then and you play gigs and you do different seasons of, and every season has a theme, and so there's like different bands, and or genres of music, and so you just practice with the people in your group. And it's a really good way to also meet new people. Um, my band, Acacia, that's how I met all of the members because we all did School of Rock together. So it's really So, fun. yeah, when you're kind of doing the, the School of Rock thing, um, do, do you find your own bands or do they 
do they put you um, into into setups and and get you playing with with as many other players as possible of, of kind of your own age and and, and experience level? Um, well, there's three. There's beginner, intermediate, and advanced. And then there's like a. I think there's two groups for each level, and so you just choose which one you want to be in. And uh, yeah, that's basically it. There's about like maybe. 15 20 people in each group yeah so that that's yeah so you, you kind of you, you of those 15 20 people you're going to get to play with everyone at some point yeah, yeah. which is good i mean it's pretty cool it's pretty cool um we know obviously honest told us a little bit about this um previously and uh, i think i mentioned before obviously one of the things that's interesting speaking to you honor is hearing about the opportunities that you have over there in the states and um, over here in the UK, it's it's very different, and I think in a previous podcast, me and Charlie spoke about our sort of upbringings in music and and the youth bands that we did, and it's a totally different sort of setup to the one that you've got there. And it's I think personally, it's really cool to hear that you're playing uh, lots of different genres as well, because it's it's pretty clear when looking at your videos on social media and stuff. When one minute you're doing a Rush thing, and the next minute you're doing Asia. Um, Steely Dan, it's it's definitely yeah. benefited. You've benefited yeah. from it, and just sort of on that note of comparison, it it was, you, you, it's good over there that there's there's so many, almost contemporary instrument instruments pushed. So your guitar, bass, drums, singers, because I guess especially from from our experiences, it's more kind of the the classical instruments, the orchestral instruments, the brass bands, the big bands. That, that we kind of came up through. So to come up playing, you know, pop and rock music and, and everything that, that falls into that category is, uh, yeah, I wish I wish we kind of had that as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so speaking of, um, as I mentioned there, some of the videos that you've done uh, on your social media and like Rush and, and Steely Dan and those kind of things, are there any... Um, little insights you can give us to the type of drum pieces that you're working on at the moment um well i just do whatever um all my teachers are giving me so everything's different right now i'm not really working on anything in specific well i am working on a project that um you'll have to wait and see but um <laughs> other than that nothing really is going on right now it's quite funny to be fair when um by the time this podcast comes out you might have already <laughs> got your project yeah. out there <laughs> yeah <probably. laughs> yeah but but yeah it's, it's sort of looking um, at the variety so of stuff one of the things done oh sorry <laughs> sorry it was uh i was just saying kind of looking at the variety sorry, go on, Charlie. Of, i do of, of things i do apologize <laughs> <laughs> looking at the variety of, of, the, of the stuff that you've done um kind of both on you know in your in your lessons and and the things that you've posted online of uh, you know s- songs and, and things what kind of stuff would you say you gravitate to most is it more the rock stuff the the pop stuff the the kind of the more um the older music the newer music what kind of stuff do you think you kind of you 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 find the most fun or the, the the best to do. Um, personally, my favorite to drum to is probably just classic rock, like eighties, nineties stuff, um, and some modern pop. I like that too. 
yeah so that's that's yeah as you say it's a, it's a good mix and and uh, um it, it's kind of good that you've you were saying you've, you've now got your into a band so is that your first sort of first um almost full-time band that you've you've been in or um have you been in little bands or anything before that no this is my first one i mean uh we've had changes in the people in our band but it's my first actual band so exciting that's cool um one of the things that uh, we spoke about before with you and we've seen on your social media on instagram by the way we will plug probably at the end charlie's great with all that type of thing instagram and all the tags and everything you need to do we will plug your uh, social media at the end properly um but um one of the things we've seen on your instagram is um you visiting the nam uh, uh stuff over there in, in the states and um we wondered sort of how you uh it was that you got to go to nam yeah i mean i'm really happy that i did because it was super cool um, I really didn't think that we were going to go, but maybe like a week or two before, um, David Levine, who's also, he started the Hit Like a Girl contest. Um, he runs that and he also has, um, his company TRX Symbols. And so at the last second, he helped us get into NAM, and I'm really thankful for that. Yeah, very wow. lucky and, uh, what an opportunity to, to, to get and, um, so yeah, while you were at the show, was there uh, what what kind of things really um, did you did you really enjoy about about being there? Was it meeting the, the the people, or was it seeing all of the all of the all the gear and all the the equipment and all of the new products out there? What what kind of stuff was was your favorite part of of being there at the convention? Um, probably just like walking around, seeing all the drums and stuff and also seeing a bunch of people while I'm walking around there, some people that I don't know and some people that I do. So it's exciting. Um, and speaking of obviously the NAM thing, we know you've met some pretty cool, We met you met some pretty cool people at NAM. Uh, do you mind mentioning some of the people that you got to, to meet at NAM? Yeah. Um, well, Vic Salazar, he, he's really good with introductions, and he's, um, I've got to know Ash Stone, um, and Dave Weckl, and Todd Zuckerman. I'm not sure if that's all at NAM, but, um, and Stanton Moore, um, I think, yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, if there's a list of players who you've, who you've, gotten to know that's a pretty good list to uh to have you know um <laughs> yeah. it's definitely the envy of of someone like me and and i'm sure ashley as well in in some of the names on on that list of uh of you know people like ash or or, or todd suckerman from from sticks and all all those those guys are you know i think really kind of the top level of of players it you know in the world really and um mm -hmm. I know, kind of alongside that, you've you've managed to do a few masterclasses with some of the uh, some really great players too. So maybe tell us a little bit about that. Who have you managed to uh, to see in in masterclass formation? Um, well, I I had a live and drumio masterclass with Todd Zuckerman, 
and that was really beneficial. And also, I took a few, um, I think, three online lessons with Dave Wackel, and um, and uh, just some clinics and master classes with people like Danny Serafin, Carmine Peace, Annika Niles. Um, oh, and some lessons with Emmanuel Capulet. Wow. Now, again, I know, what, what a um, list. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I know. I was just going to say, like, Dave Weckl, certainly one of our heroes and my heroes, even though I'm not a drummer. Um, but I was just wondering, for some of my friends who are massive Dave Weckl fans, what was he like and, and what were those sort of mass classes with him like? Um, I mean, he's a very good teacher and he's very serious about his work and um he was very helpful and yeah that's basically it <laughs> i mean we've talked on on the podcast before that they uh they say never meet your heroes but by the uh by the sounds of your experiences it's always <laughs> worth doing <laughs> yeah. um and Something else that you've uh, already spoken a little bit about um, is the hit like a girl, uh, the hit like a girl thing that um, I mentioned as well in your intro that you're a two-time finalist of that. Um, it's something that I don't think we really have over here in the UK. But I was wondering how you got into that, and and then also afterwards um, we can maybe explain a little bit what what that's all about for our our listeners. Uh-huh. Um. So well, my good friend Jake D. He and his family. Um, he's helped me a lot and supported me through my drumming, and he introduced us to David Levine and to Hit Like a Girl contest. And that's basically just um, an international contest for girl drummers, um, and there's a bunch of age groups. And so I entered last two years ago and last year, and the first time I was a finalist, and then this time I was a weekly winner. Um, and finalist and yeah it's a really good program and I mean I don't really classify myself as a girl drummer just more of a drummer but um, I mean I know that lots of uh, women drummers have like under like underrepresented uh, and they don't really have you know like well just like girls um, they're just like, oh, you're a girl drummer, you know? Um, so this is a really good um, opportunity for them, um, and it's a good program. Yeah, it's, it seems um, really cool, and, uh, and I know it's something me and Charlie have talked about before is, like, uh, women in, in the music industry and in the rhythm section, obviously, which is what we talk about on here, um, and certainly for Charlie and myself and most of the people that we work with, it's not like you say we don't uh, think of people as a, f a female drummer or a female bass player or anything they're just uh, bass players and drummers and we're all in the same boat and um, we've certainly got some heroes of ours that are, are female um, drummers and bass players and I think the hit like a girl uh, whole contest and the whole setup there is a, is such a great cause and it's it's been great to see some of uh, the stuff you've put on social media as part of that contest and it's um yeah, it's, it's been really cool to, to see from this side of the pond. <laughs> yeah, and kind of speaking about um, 
leading on from from hit like a girl of course you as as again ashley mentioned in the uh, in the intro you were awarded the um neil peart scholarship uh, last year so um yeah maybe how how did that all come about for you um well i heard it on i i heard it about i heard about it on instagram i think um it was hudson music and percussive art society um and so i just sent it a some bish, some submission of uh, one of my songs that I already had done and I ended up being one of the winners and so I got awarded money for lessons that I used with Paul Redico. I think I had four lessons but yeah it was really they were really good lessons and I'm so thankful for that. I know um, obviously Neil Pert's one of your big heroes Charlie and um, it was something that uh, I'm uh, a bit embarrassed to say that I hadn't heard of before uh, speaking to you uh, last time, um, but it's like you say, it seems like a really great cause and um, one of the the great drummers in, in certainly Charlie's eyes and I'm sure yours as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So aside from the you know the lessons and stuff, did you get anything else as as part of of the um, the sort of the the award of of the scholarship. I know you um, uh, did. You go and accept. Uh, you did a an acceptance speech up at uh, the Percussive Art Society. So, how did how was that kind of to do? And was it uh, daunting, or how did you feel? Um, I was kind of nervous, um, but I mean, I'm really thankful for that. Um, yeah, I get pretty nervous around crowds or stuff, but. <laughs> Oh well, I don't think uh, I don't think we can blame you for that. We're not the best at uh, public speaking either. <laughs> Certainly, um, Ch- Charlie's <laughs> tends to not be a big fan of that, but I can't blame <laughs> you for that. <laughs> um, Much more comfortable sat behind a drum kit. <laughs> sat behind a drum kit with your cup of tea and uh, and a few biscuits. Um, <laughs> so, um, what was it? I wonder what it was like hearing that you'd been awarded that scholarship and do you remember what it was like when you'd heard about that I mean it was so cool like I I never expected to win something like that um and so I was just really happy and proud and honored I mean it's a pretty <laughs> cool thing oh, definitely so um yeah um kind of leading off of the the scholarships and and um, the hit like a girl uh, contest, um, yeah. So you kind of mentioned um, your band. Uh, it's Acacia, isn't it? Acacia. So yeah, um, tell us a little bit about uh, about that. So you you said that you kind of formed it in the in in the school of rock um, project. So um, was it something you all wanted to do or? Um, and and how did you kind of go about getting from just being four musicians or five musicians to being being a band? Um, well, our lead guitarist and our old bassist, they already had a band, I think, and they left, and so they were looking for new people, and so they asked me to be the drummer. And then it was just the three of us, and then after about a few weeks, we got a singer, um, and then we got a second guitarist, and so it was us for a while, maybe a year or so. 
and then our second guitarist and bassist left and so then we got a uh, another guitarist and a uh, new bassist and so we're just rolling with that we're not really we don't really have a lot doing going right now we don't have any gigs set up as of what i know um but yeah we're kind of like getting into motion again with the new people mm. what type of music do you play in in your band um honestly well that's one thing that we have to figure out like all our music tastes together but it's mostly classic rock and some grunge i guess yeah so in that band have you got sort of any um is it all covers or are you wanting to start to think about writing your own music as well and and doing some songs of your own or is it just wanting to do the sort of the covers and things uh well we mostly have covers but uh we have a few originals and maybe eventually in the future we could get more originals than just some covers. Um, about a few months ago, we were trying to get an EP out, but um, after we got new people, it kind of, I, we took a pause on that, And but we're making new originals, and I think we have about five-ish right now. Um, but yeah, I hope for more in the future. So just off the, the back of that, sort of doing original stuff, um, how how many sort of recordings have you done and, and when you do recordings do you go and record all together or do you just record in your studio that, that you've got set up we have never done a recording for that type of stuff um we hope to plan to in the future but uh no <laughs> um so, so also so when it's um so with those type of things i know you've said before that um your dad often helps you with the management's certainly style of, of your band so um when it comes to um working out what you want to play is that exclusively you within the band or just how much does your dad help you with 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 the band uh well my dad is very supportive i mean i probably wouldn't even be drumming if it wasn't for him um he's like the dadager of the band um <laughs> he helps a lot with gigs and um we practice in my basement here and so um, we use his um, equipment and he's really helped. Um, in last summer, we were in the Bitter Jester Music Festival. We were um, doing, we were a closing show for that and uh, he helped us with that. Uh, uh, so did my friend Jake Deep. Uh, but yeah, he's very supportive of my drumming and um, he helps me with a lot. Well, that's awesome and we'd like to say uh, I think we'd like to say thanks to your dad for helping you be a drummer otherwise we wouldn't have you on today <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely and um, yeah kind of to uh, to on off the back of that uh, with, you, with your band so what are your favorite gigs that either you've done with them or that you've done on your on your own what 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 stands out so far as, as things you've really liked doing and, and really enjoyed playing um, probably, well, the Better Jester Music Festival, that was probably our biggest thing that we've done. Um, and then the day after that, we had our first out-of-state gig in Indiana, and it was a pretty mellow, um, gig. It was just at a, like, a car show in the middle of the street, um, but it was still really fun because, I mean, just, like, the atmosphere, and it was really cool, so that's probably my favorite. Yeah, very cool yeah, indeed. That, that one looks really cool, I 
<laughs> Carry on. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was just going to say that one uh, definitely looked really cool on, on uh, your social media and stuff. I know you put some photos on um, from that one and that looked uh, very special indeed. Yeah. Yeah, so um, kind of coming on from that as well, um, you did a, was it a like a Women in Rock uh, show as well recently? So how uh, how was that? Oh, yeah. So that was um, Coterie. Uh, they have different, like, themes of shows, and I was in the Women of Rock one. And um, so that was just a bunch of women um, who play music around the Chicago area. Um, we There's just like a big long list of songs and then you just sign up for any one that you want. And then we had two or three practices before that with all of them, to, with all the people together. And then we played at the concert and that was pretty cool. That was actually, now that was probably one of my favorite gigs too. It was just so cool. And um, everybody was so nice there and they were really good and I just felt really nice. Yeah, so I mean kind of to, to bring uh, this little interview to a, uh, not so much to a close, but to a a, a finishing point, um, why don't you, you know, you we've kind of heard about your band and heard about your, how you got into drumming, so it would be great to hear uh, if you can get it down to a list, because we, we do like a list on Groovecast. Um, <laughs> what would you say are your top three drummers? Your favorites? Top three. Probably Stuart Copeland and John Bonham and Neil Peart. A fine trio. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty solid, that. Yeah, you, you, you know. Um, so I know so Stuart Copeland's been a quite quite the influence on you um, in kind of the both I guess the music you listen to and also the the style of playing that you really like so um, is there anything particular about Stuart's playing that that you're really drawn to or um I just love his groove and like lots of he loves the hi hat and so I just love all that stuff and I love the Police probably one of my favorite bands. That's brilliant. So, yeah, well, thanks again, uh, Anna. Uh, yeah, thanks again, Anna. Certainly for, um, one of our... Yeah, for... Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, as Ashley was about to say there, I think, it was... Uh, it, it, the, the Police are, are kind of one of our our favourites as well. I know I've got a couple of Police albums, and I think Ashley, uh, likewise, has got, got a few there, probably on the wall somewhere. <laughs> but, yeah, we'd just like to... Uh, to, to kind of say a very very uh, big thanks to you for for coming on and uh, and having a chat. It's been it's been really good to to have a guest on Groovecast at last. I think it's something we me and Ashley have talked about for um, for a long time, and uh, to finally have it uh, finally have it happen. It's been um, uh, a real a real pleasure for us to to have you on. So um, yeah, feel free now before we finish. Um, uh, plug your Instagram. You know, let us know what you, where where to find you and and everything you do and and your band as well. 
Yeah, I mean, well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored. I've never done anything like this, so this is really cool. Um, so my Instagram is anav.drums, and my band Instagram is acacia underscore band underscore official. Um, and then my YouTube is just anav.drums. If you go to my Instagram, then there's a link to my YouTube, so you can see that. And yeah. yeah, so that's definitely do go and uh, and check Anna's uh, work out because um, you know we can say this all day she's she's an amazing amazing drummer and um, she's been putting out some some really cool stuff um, both recently and you know over the past kind of couple of years since since um, she first set up her, her Instagram I think we've both been uh, avid listeners to, to what she's been putting out and um, and yeah, um, absolute pleasure for us to have you as our our first Groovecast guest. <laughs> and um, thank you so much. And yeah, we'll uh, we'll kind of wrap this up here. So we for everyone who's been listening on uh, Spotify, Podbean, or on Apple Podcasts, uh, thank you very much for listening. For people who are watching this on YouTube, thank you very much for watching. Hopefully, uh, you've enjoyed hearing a bit about Anna's story and. Um, and yeah, uh, how she's gotten from never having picked up a pair of drumsticks to to where she is now, and um, yeah, what what better for our first interview on uh, on Groovecast? Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, uh, we'd certainly love to have you back on in future to talk about um, your projects and and what you get up to. It's it's going to be a really exciting time, I'm sure. Yeah, it'll be really cool. Thanks again, Anna, and. Um, to all the listeners, thanks for listening and we'll see you again on Groovecast.